0: grow go glow Overcome a church changing lives transforming nations
1: all right um yeah man uh, we had some powerful speakers last week everybody got five minutes i think today it's a, a little less than five people speaking so i think we have a bit more than five minutes to speak but anyway um uh, won't take too long um Because there is a few others going to share what God has placed in their heart as well. And uh, so I think uh, four specific things the Lord has been speaking to me uh, for this year. Um, And, uh, you know, praying into it uh, really felt like, uh, you know, this is something that uh, God is speaking and God is saying and God is moving in this season. So the first thing is that I I, I shared a bit of this on the 31st night, but I just want to elaborate on it a little more. All right. The first thing is your faith will complement your blessing in 2022. All right? Your faith will complement your blessing in this year. we right? know when you talk about faith, the, the one person that comes into mind in the Bible is Abraham. All right, And Abraham uh, was given a promise. And when the promise was given, he uh, you know, somehow chose to believe and accept and have faith in, in that word that was given to him. But his wife doubted and said, how can this ever happen? How can this be? All right, Genesis chapter 18, verse 13 and 14 says, And the Lord said to Abraham, why did, why did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I surely bear a child since I am old? is anything if you have your bibles with you this evening if you have your digital bibles you can highlight it all right highlight this is there anything too hard for the lord the appointed time at the appointed time i will return to you according to the time of life and sarah shall have a son all right and uh, you know looking at this uh, looking at this year looking at the news uh, you know uh, sometimes my wife uh, tells me why are you so much on youtube watching all these things and uh, you know i don't uh, sit in front of the tv to watch news so i go on i have a few news uh, channels that i follow on youtube and i and i watch these news channels and uh, sometimes you are uh, there is it's very it's very rare that you are encouraged by the time you watch those videos and get done but anyways i just keep that to keep myself informed and uh, you know some of the political gossip and know what's going on, all right. Uh, but uh, looking at all that, you're like wondering, God, you know, we are like we are like Sri Lanka is right now like Sarah. We are laughing and saying, God, seriously. <laughs> You can bless this nation. You can turn this around. This nation is going to prosper. This nation is going to be successful. This nation is going to move beyond the third world nation. God, seriously. All right, if if I'm the only one laughing here, please don't judge me. But still, you know, uh, or if I'm the only one thinking like that. Okay, but, uh, you know, we, we are in a place like that. But I believe that the Lord is saying, as as you know, Pastor Woody was talking about the remnant, all right? On the thirty-first night, Pastor Woody was talking about the remnant, and I believe as a remnant, if we choose to believe, if we choose to say otherwise, if we choose to speak blessing over our nation, if we choose to look at our nation and say, no, you will turn around. If you look at your life, if you look at your family situation, if you look at your financial situation, and say, you know what? Whatever is happening in my nation is not going to affect because the Lord is my provider. The Lord is taking care of me, the Lord will bless me, the Lord will prosper me, the Lord will turn things around. If you choose to do that this year, if you complement your faith this year, if you choose to extend your faith, to expand your faith, it will complement your blessing this year because God has a big blessing for your life. Say, God has a blessing for me. Tell it to yourself, God has a blessing for me. Tell it to your neighbor, God has a blessing for you. Alright. You will have an effortless year. As you go with the grace of God, you will have an effortless year. There is, it's not going to be a year of striving. It's not going to be a year where you're going to have a push, push, push. It's, you know, some things are, are just going to be. It's just going to. It's going to be smooth. It's going it, to. You know, when 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 things are going to look rough. When you look at the situation, it might seem like you know it's it's going to it's going to be hard. Like you know, when you're when you're taking that train up to Badulla, you know, when you when you pass Kadugannawa, that train is like you're wondering, okay, is this train going to go forward or is it going to go? back? all right you're wondering okay is it moving it's moving it's moving oh yeah it's moving and suddenly it gets stuck somewhere because the signal and you're like now what's going to happen all right but but i'm telling you this year is not going to be a year like that you're going to see how god is going to move you're going to see the grace of god upon your life upon your business upon your family upon your relationships upon your health upon your finances that things are going to things are going to start to accelerate things are going to start moving in a way that you could not imagine amen do not doubt what God can do through you, for you this year. Alright, do not doubt what God can do through you and for you this year. Get ready to expect the most unexpected. Get ready to expect the most unexpected. If you, have, if you have put down something last year, you know we all put down our goals at the beginning of every year all right and last year and the even you know there are a lot of things pending from 2019 that went on to uh, 2020 and uh you know, from, sorry, from 2020 to uh, 2021. And now from 2021, it's overflowing on the 2022 because you're hoping, okay, now this whole thing is going to end. And, uh, you know, we are going to be able to get back to normal life and keep moving with life, keep going after the things. All right. But if you have said, okay, I don't think this is ever going to happen. I don't, I don't see how this is going to happen. Get ready because God is about to surprise you. Get ready because God is about to surprise you with some things that you could not imagine. All right, so get ready to expect the most unexpected. All right, I was watching uh, um, Glory of Zion. They've, they have their conference start the year off, right? And their theme this year is the caravan is coming. All right. And I thought, oh, "Wow, that's amazing!" You know, uh, you know, Sri Lanka needs some caravans to come right now. All right, Sri Lanka needs some serious caravans to come, and we don't want it coming from the wrong places. We want it coming for the right reasons. We're gonna, we we want, we want, uh, uh, we want. Uh, investors to come in we want the tourists to come in we want our, we want our, our exports to grow once again we want uh, families to be blessed we want lives lives to be turned around we want lives living standards to go to a new level we want to see how many of you want to see our nation change how many of you want to see our nation blessed how many of you want to see our nation move from where it is not not thousands and thousands of people standing in a, uh, you know every morning at the passport office waiting to get a passport even to go to romania Romania, one of the most poorest countries in Europe. But they say it's still better than Sri Lanka. There's still more hope than Sri Lanka. I was, I was watching this YouTube channel about some of these, uh, these guys. They've, how they've gone to Romania, and they've started a YouTube channel also, and telling people you know, how you can apply, and how you can do this, and what you can do, and how you can do this and that. And some guys were saying, you know what? We got here. They said, we are coming in for farming. And they said, we are working in pigsties. All right, and we earn about $800, and, and the living standards like the rooms, like all, all the roofs are broken, and all that stuff. But they're saying, uh, We know that somehow, if we, if we hold through until we get our work permit, we can somehow make it through. You know, that's not what we want for our nation, that's not what we want for the next generation of Sri Lanka to run away from this nation to go and work in pigsty. I mean, n- no, no harm for anybody who works in pigsty. I mean, we all, we got we, somebody, somebody's got to do it. Alright, somebody's got to do it. Alright, but I'm saying that's, that's not what we are raising a next generation for. To run away from this country with no hope. Alright, we, we got to do something. You and I got to do something. It is our responsibility. It is our responsibility to pray for our nation. It is our responsibility to believe that God will turn our nation around. Amen. And so we gotta believe. You gotta pray and you gotta believe. Yes, we wanna see caravans coming into our our nation, but I'm, I'm telling you, this is a season that you are gonna see caravans coming into your lives, into your families. You're gonna see the blessing of God. You're gonna see the goodness of God. You're gonna see the favor of God. You're gonna see the hand of God. Everywhere you turn, you're gonna see the favor of God. Everywhere you look, you're gonna see the hand of God. Everywhere you, when you think of it, it's gonna come through. All right, uh, I think I shared this uh, some time ago as well. Leandra's name is uh, well, first name is Leandra, means lioness. Watch when you when you name your children, watch what you name your children, okay? All right, her uh, first name is, means lioness, and second name is Iliana, which means even before uh, it, uh, what you are yet asking. My my wife fully knows all the definitions. Okay, what you are yet asking? God has already answered already answered and we've seen that in leandra's life you know sometimes she thinks of something she's not even told mama and dada what she wants and suddenly somebody brings a bag and gives it to her all right somebody you know uh, just uh, the uh, example i remember one you know, she was like, I like a denim shoes. And so we were like, Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll get you one. And then and so she told us that Saturday evening, Sunday morning, she comes to shoe, somebody gives her a bag with a denim shoe. Alright, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is the season where even before you ask, God is gonna respond. As you think of it, God is gonna bless you. So let come on, come on. Alright, your faith will complement your blessings. So come on church, can we ask God, God, expand my faith. Extend my faith. Can you say that this morning? God, extend and expand my faith. Tell yourself, God, extend and expand my faith. Alright, second thing. This is a year to draw closer to God and to speak of His faithfulness. This is a year to draw closer to God than ever before. If you thought 20, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, doomsday prophecy or anything like that. Okay, all right. But if you thought 2019, 2020, no, twenty 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 nineteen 2019 was good. I think, you know, in 2018 we had the rocket Christmas tree and all that stuff. So it was, it was good, all right. So 2019 was, you know, a bit here and there. 2020, COVID, and 2021, all that overflowed into that, and uh, you know, we stepped into in 2022. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a challenge in here. Our uh, reality is, it's gonna be a challenge in here. but God can turn it around. God can turn around. And how God is going to turn around is when you draw closer to Him. This is a year that this is not a year that you run away from the presence of God, but this is a year with all the challenges, with all the difficulties, with all the hardship that you say, God, I want to run into your presence. I want to run into your arms. You know, when David, you saw that when David was going through the, the most weakest time in his life, he didn't choose to run away from God, but he chose to run into the presence of God. And he said, in his presence uh, I found my strength and this year you're going to find your strength to face this year, to face the challenges of this year and overcome the challenges of this year in the presence of God alright Psalms chapter 73 verse 25 and 28 alright I'm reading from the Passion Passion Translation alright nowhere to go sorry whom Have I in heaven but you? You're all I want. No one on earth means as much to me as you. Verse 28, the first part of it. Forever you're all I need. But I'll keep coming closer and closer to you. David, the most successful king in the history of Israel. He said his secret to his success was getting closer and closer to his creator. And this year, if you want to be successful, church, I want to challenge you. Draw closer to the presence of God. Draw closer to the heart of God. Draw closer to him. Tell him, God, all I want is you. All I need is you. All I ever want is you. All I ever will want is you. And I just want to draw closer. Don't run from him. Run to him this year and third thing this is a year of dreams dream big uh, you might be wanting to fast you must be crazy you know what I'm telling you let's have let's, let's have some crazy faith this year let's have some crazy faith this year come on church all right, let's put it up on the let's put it up at the back. Let's put a banner. Let's have some crazy faith. I'm just kidding, Pastor. Mitch. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's have some crazy faith this year. Tell your neighbor, let's have some crazy faith. All right, come on, let's have some faith where people are going to be like, What? Seriously, you know what? Your faith is going to complement your blessing. Dream big this year. God is going to speak to you through dreams in a profound way. Make sure to note down some of the specific dreams that the Lord will show you. Alright, keep your phone, keep a notepad, whatever it is. When whenever God shows you, how many of you, how many of you have dreams? I mean, you wake up in the morning, you don't remember those dreams. <laughs> like, God, I want. Oh, you just you just remember part one, and you the mathu Sambandhai part, and it never sambandava is after that. All right, it's only mathu Sambandhai. So it doesn't have a sambandha after that. All right, you wanted to connect, and you're like God, I'm mean like you. You get up in the morning, and you're like, "Shall I had this dream?" And you like start, and you start off with the dream, and you're like, "What was the next part of the dream?" All right, uh, so anyway. All right, uh, this is a year that you need to mark, write those dreams down because God is going to, you're going to You write those dreams down and not just look at it, but pray over those dreams. Pray over those things that the Lord is going to show you specifically. God is going to be very specific in showing you some dreams this year. And as you as you pray over them, you're going to see those things coming into fruition, the, the fruit of those prayers bearing when you start praying over those dreams. All right, uh, make sure you note them down. All right. Uh, the dream Joseph had made way for him. Your dreams will make way for you this year and give you clarity. All right, when Joseph had a dream when he was a little boy, he was so excited about the dream and he, he, got, he got sold as a slave and he was thrown, uh, you know, he was accused, thrown in prison, and all these crazy things happened. But then he kept believing on the dream that the Lord had shown him when he was a little boy and he saw it coming into fruition. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going to have to wait 17 years until Joseph saw his dream come into fruition. This is a year that God is going to accelerate things. And when God starts accelerating things, these dreams that God is going to show you are going to be specific things about your life, about your business, about your family, about your education, about your future, about your career, the next step that you need to be taking. So take note of those things, start praying over those things and God is going to give you clarity. In any place that there is confusion, in your life. God is going to show you, give you clarity this year like never before. Amen. Alright. Is this good or is this not so good? Might be good, might be good. Alright, alright. Anyway, I looked down. I didn't look up. Sir. Alright. Fourth thing. Final thing. Alright. Create a culture of honor in your life and in your family. Create a culture of honor in your life and in your family. When you honor God, praise will be accepted by God. When you honor God, your offering will be accepted by God. You know, uh, David, he wrote the uh, most of the book of Psalms was written by David. All right. And, uh, you know, he was the most successful king. Like I said earlier, he was the most successful 40 years. And during his reign as king, he had uh, worship going on in the temple 24-7. for 40 years worship was going on and that made him the most successful king in the nation of Israel. All right. But why do I say honor, honor will, honor will make your praise be accepted by God because you know he could have started the book of psalms with some powerful psalm he, you know he could have made some powerful declaration you know he had a revelation about worship and praise and worship that you and I still up uh, you know 3000 years ago 3500 years ago the revelation of worship that David had you some people still don't have we are still figuring it out we're still writing songs out of the psalms that he wrote 3000 years ago all right but he starts the book of psalms not by saying great is the lord god almighty who reigns in heaven. That's not how he starts the book of Psalms. He starts the book of Psalms by saying, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. If you choose to honor, if you create a culture of honor in your life and in your family, you will see God do miraculous things with your life you will see success in your life you will see breakthrough in your life you will see you moving into places going places that you never thought or never imagined you would go the word honor all right the word honor is used in the in the 10 commandments honor your father and mother that's the only that's the only commandment with a promise honor your father and mother and you will what blessed with long life the promise the commandment with the promise honor and that word honor in the Hebrew translation is the same word the same word for honor that is used to honor the almighty God is used to honor your father and mother it didn't say honor a good father and mother It didn't say honor a father and mother who is saved, baptized in the Holy Spirit on fire for God. It said, honor your father and mother. And now this is not just honoring fathers, about honoring fathers and mothers, but you need to create a culture of honor because when you create a culture of honor, there's a promise, there's a blessing that is coming upon your life. And this year, if you want to see and experience the blessing of God, start to create a culture of honor. Start to honor the people around you. Start to honor the people that you, uh, you know, that you find hard to honor, that you find challenging to honor. Choose to honor this year. All right, you will, you will be exalted when you honor. Joseph chose to honor and have a heart of honor even when he saw his brothers 17 years later. When his brothers came and knelt before him, he could have easily said, you know what? You guys, because of what you did, I went through so much of hell for the last 17 years. It's true where I am today, I am. But then what you did, and he could have got them, he could have got them beheaded or whatever he wanted, he could have done it. But he chose to honor his brothers. He chose to honor his family. And you saw, and we see, when you read the story, you see the blessing, the authority, the power that Joseph walked in. The favor that Joseph walked in. Why? Because of a culture of honor. God will exalt you and take you places that you never could imagine if you choose to cultivate a culture of honor in your life. All right. I hope you were blessed and encouraged. Next up, we have Charlene to share what God has been speaking to her. Um,
0: well, what I want to share, it was it was like as if though the word was resounding from the very beginning of the service, and uh, I just want to remind you a story from uh, God has been talking to me uh, even last week uh, from the beginning of the year. This has been. Uh, the Lord has been just speaking through the same story, uh, through the same chapter, and uh, the more I read it, the more uh, I begin to find what and hear God uh, what He's saying for this year. So, uh, in one Kings chapter eighteen, verse seventeen to thirty-nine, uh, I don't have time to read the whole thing now, but it's uh, most of you know this. It's a story about Elijah uh, calling on fire from heaven, right? And uh, the story goes. Uh, the prophets of Baal, uh, Elijah says, he challenges them and he says, if your God is the living God, why don't you build an altar? Uh, Why don't we take uh, two uh, sacrifices, place it on two altars and see uh, who sends fire from heaven, right? But reading back, reading from uh, the beginning of that story, uh, it says that Elijah was not They were trying to find him, but it was difficult for them to find him. Uh, Before this, it talks about the persecution against uh, the prophets and the believers and uh, those who serve God. Uh, And it talks about Ahab, Jezebel, how the prophets were uh, being beheaded. uh, And they tried to catch, they tried to find Elijah, but they couldn't. Whenever they tried to persecute him, uh, God would supernaturally take him off. And uh, he was in hiding. But at this time, in this story, he goes before Ahab and he says, uh, here I am. And this is what the Lord is saying. And the Lord was saying that it's a time for, uh, Pastor Mitt said this, Julian said this about faith. And I think God is really, really wanting us to uh, hear him uh, and increase our faith. Uh, It's a time for radical faith and radical actions along with your faith. Uh, All of us uh, now in the past when something happens in the nation very specially and in your workplace, in your home, in your neighborhood. uh, It's good to have faith and say, "Okay, I will pray for it or be silent about it and say, I'm praying for that person. When somebody is sick, when somebody is challenged, you think, "Okay, I'll pray for the person. And that's good. I'm not saying no. But I believe we have come to a season where your faith should be accompanied with the action. Elijah had to come out of the hiding, even if it meant that he would be beheaded because he heard God and God said, go and do this. And this year, the Lord is saying, are you going to be still hidden? One of those hidden Christians where everybody knows you are a Christian, but... Are you ready to go forth and challenge their faith? Are you ready to go forth and challenge the system in your workplace? Challenge the wrong that is happening around you. Challenge the situation in our nation. Are you ready to come forth and say, uh, to have that radical faith to say, no, my God is going to do something. If somebody shares their problems with you in the workplace or in school, are you going to just in your mind think, okay, I'm going to pray for this person. Or are you going to say, can I pray for you at that time? Are you a person who's going to say, uh, hear God and say, I have a word from the Lord for you. It's a season where you cannot be hidden anymore. Everybody else, everything evil has, yes, we know evil has risen and all those things. But are you bold enough to be like Elijah and challenge the system? He challenged and reading that, reading that story, you'll see, he said, cry out louder. Why don't you cry out louder? Uh, he, he put water on the altar and around the altar. He built this deep trench around the altar and he, he did the impossible. And I, I can't imagine his faith to do that because not just saying, okay, my God will send fire, but he, he challenged and said, no, even with these situations, my God will answer. He mocked at them when they were calling on their God and they were, nothing was happening. He said, maybe your God is sleeping. Why don't you cry out louder? So they, the story says they cut their, themselves. They cried out. They shouted all day. From morning till evening, they cried out. Because he kept challenging them and said, cry louder, cry louder. Why aren't you crying louder? Your God must be sleeping. So it's easy. Sometimes we take the easy way out and we think, okay, I'm going to, Pray for this person, or um, you say, Ah, oh, yes, uh, I'll, I'll pray for you, or I'll be there for you and help. And we, we try to do things in a very subtle way. But in this season, you cannot do things hidden anymore. You have to rise up. Your faith has to have action accompanied with your faith for God to do the miracle. God cannot do the miracle in your home, in, your, in this nation, God will not be able to do the miracle if you don't. Yes, God can show up supernaturally, but God needs a person. God needs a radical person to show up and say, yes, I will do this, I will speak up. I just want to highlight on verse 30. The first one, faith and your actions will cause the miracles. Not just your faith to believe in God, Saying, yes, God is great, but God is there. People will know you are, this is a Christian. No, people need to know you as the person to call down that fire. People need to know you as a person who will speak up and challenge their way of behaving and their way of doing things. And uh, verse 30, if you can put that verse up, First Kings 18, verse 30. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Uh, we thought that when we read the story, we, we all know. Yes, he built an altar and the prophets of Baal built a, they built a separate altar. But see, he did not build just a new altar. He built and he repaired the altar of the Lord. What is this altar? The Lord is asking us, are you going to repair the altar? Are you going to uh, stir up the passion that you had when you first came to the Lord? Are you going to repair that place of worship in your life? Pastor Mitch spoke about giving the first. And I really believe that the Spirit is uh, stirring up and speaking to us and say, give me the first. Repair that altar in the morning. Repair that altar in your workplace. You may have to go and pray. You may have to go and declare. You may have to read the word. You may have to do things that maybe in the past you haven't done for a long time. Maybe you got discouraged along the way. It's not too late. You may have been praying for an unsaved relative or a spouse or somebody. And maybe you didn't see a change last year. But the Lord is saying, repair the altar. Build that altar. Repair that. In worship, in fasting, in praying, in declaring, in opening your homes, in confessing God's word. Repair that altar so that that fire can come. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 4. Esther, can you please put that? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light and darkness. And after this, after this verse, it talks about creation how God separated light and darkness, the waters and the land, and then there was creation. But I just want to, uh, I was talking about repairing the altar, giving new worship, giving. if you were giving in a certain way, if you were uh, giving just 10% with your tithes and your offerings, maybe God is asking you to give more. Maybe God is asking you to do something else than what you were doing, change. Change the way you were doing, say, repair that altar. And it says that the earth was void and darkness, And the spirit of the Lord was hovering upon the earth. The spirit of the Lord is in you. You're you're all saved. The spirit of the Lord is hovering. But sometimes you don't see things created. You don't see the miracle happen. You may have not seen breakthrough. You may have not seen the answer for prayers. So you're wondering, God, your spirit is there. I'm a Christian. I'm serving you. But why why isn't these things happening? Why haven't these things changed? I'll tell you why. To every void place. To every dark place even though his spirit is there the light had to come the light had to come forth for creation to take place it was only when god said let there be light and separated light and darkness and after that creation took place before that the spirit of the lord was hovering upon the earth but still there was void and there was darkness. I'm not saying that the spirit cannot move. The spirit definitely can move. The spirit is, it's through the Holy Spirit that miracles take place. And new birth in takes place. Your miracles come through the spirit. But you need to call in the light. You need to open up your home for prayer, for worship. If you have been, uh, if you haven't been listening to uh, music, gospel music, prays in a new way. If you haven't been doing that, if you haven't been praying in tongues enough, do that. With With the mask that you wear, it's very easy now to pray in tongues. Even in your workplace, even on the road, while you're driving, you can do that. But you need to open up the portal. You need to open up and call for that light to come into this nation, come into your home, come into your relationships, into your marriage. It's not enough just being a Christian and saying, I have the Spirit of God in me, so that's it. No. For the Spirit to move, you need to do the action. And in verse 36, it says that uh, in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 36, And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I'm your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. He didn't just wake up suddenly and think, okay, today I'm going to challenge the prophets of Baal. But he heard from God the strategy of God. What is God saying? How is God going to move? It's very important this year that you that you worship, that you repair the altar, that you hear, that you fast, that you pray and make room for the light. And you hear the voice of God. You hear the strategy. God, what are you saying? What am I supposed to say? What am I going to do? Uh, there was this uh, challenging beginning of the year. It was a bit of a challenging situation for me uh, where I work and challenging as in, Everybody was confused and saying different things and all that. And I was like, oh God, start in the year with a big challenge. What am I going to do? But the Lord said, no, don't, don't repeat or say things that the others are saying. And the Lord said, um, just wait. I will help you. Just wait. I will release the strategy how to do this. So I thought, okay, God, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to complain like the others. I'm not going to... Uh, speak negative words like the others, because they don't know. So they were all negative words. This year is going to be like this. This is not going to happen. Blah blah blah. And I said, "God help us all. Uh, God will help us." And then everybody's like, all the others unsaved. Everybody's like, okay, uh, because I, I didn't. I didn't want to join in that uh, same stream of negativity and and just release that. But I felt the Lord just saying, just say this, wait upon me. I will give you the strategy. I will help. And sometimes you will need not sometimes, but all the time, every day, you'll need to hear God in the workplace. You'll need to hear God for your studies, for your life, for your family, for making decisions. This is a very, very critical year where you have to make very critical decisions. That will determine your future the next few years of your life so you need to hear the lord and say god what are you saying maybe you feel like saying something or reacting in the negative but the lord is wanting you to know be set apart hear me hear me wait upon me listen to what i am saying and i will give you that strategy and it this, this story it ends with saying how uh, the fire came down from heaven, the fire burnt up the sacrifice, burnt up the water that Elijah had poured on the altar, burnt up the water and quenched the water in the trench around it, right? Lord, the Lord showed up and it says that they believed in the living God and all the prophets of Baal were uh, destroyed. If you want to see those demons that are challenging you, destroyed fully, you will need to do those radical things. You will need to open up the portal in your life, in your home for the light of God. Play that worship music. Pray in tongues when you're traveling. Start the day with spending time with God. Do something that you, maybe you have done it for a while and you have got discouraged, or you, some reason you couldn't continue. No, the Lord is saying, come back, repair the altar. For I am going to release that fire. I am going to do the miracle. I want to use you wherever you are, in your workplace, in your homes, in your neighborhood, in this nation. I want to use you. You're my hand-picked one. It is not just for the pastors. It is not just for the prophets. It is not just for anybody. But it is for you. Are you going to challenge? Because I'm going to use you to bring forth that fire. To bring forth the answers at a time such as this. So that is what I want to uh, speak, and that is what God has been putting into my heart, uh, and I wanted to share that. Grow, go, glow. Overcomer's church. Changing lives, transforming nations.